Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. I regard today's match against Scotland as a warm-up match. So if they continue where they left off against the All Blacks, then they will be in the final. They are going to do great. Peter Rampatelemashit, good morning. The IFP leader was a controversial political and traditional leader of note. He was a trusted lieutenant of the apartheid regime in the class of Bandustan leaders prior to 1994. He would travel the world opposing any strategy by the external mission in exile that was fight, fighting repressive effort African government in that time. He used his portfolio as Minister of Police in Wazulu Bandustan to brutally deal with the youth that was sympathetic to the mass democratic movement in the townships around Deben as well as Peter Marisbeck, the likes of Kwama Shumlazi and uh, Imbali in Peter Marisbeck. He used his de facto position as a Amazulu royal, uh, as Amazulu royal prime minister, as a Amazulu prime minister to the royal family, to the benefit of his Inkata Freedom Party. He left the Amazulu royal family deeply divided right now. This is Undogozo Etiwin. Good morning to you, Mangeta. And good morning to you, Ndogozo. Thank you so much for those comments. And of course, also talking about the box. It's a difficult one. Uh, that pull be there. Yee. We're watching it, uh, but we're still very hopeful that our team is strong and we'll be able to do best. But some of your comments this morning, Bongi, where the country must remember and never forget that the late Butelezi was a collaborator with the apartheid government. And any thinking that says that he was a great leader is unfortunate and criminal. And look, many people in the Gauteng and KZN died during the violence and he failed several times to admit that he was a participant together with Ditlerk, AWB, CP, Ozo, Mangobe and many criminals and also failed to acknowledge his role in the violence even during the TRC. And all those who are praising him now are only interested in votes, especially in his province. And once a butcher, always a butcher, and history will judge him severely. That's TG there. At Duke of Kimberley, one of two, one of two tough pool games for the box but the boys are in imperious uh, in imperious form and i'm rooting for them to get off to a good start i'll definitely be watching but 3.2 million people who are OVHD viewers won't be so lucky because of multi-choice's decision to restrict the SABC. Well, Duke, you, you'll be happy to know that you can watch the matches on, on SABC. In fact, there was um, that particular, um, you know, agreement that was reached. But of course, um, lots of talk even about, you know, from the sports minister to say, such things must be dealt with even in time. And Duke saying, I believe that two things can be right at the same time, we can't sanitize the grief and pain Mangosutu has caused to black South Africans in the past. Those people's pain should be acknowledged. Also, he did repent to become a solid, wise, respected statesman. And Dupolo saying, I know the box will go through the Scots. It won't be easy, but we are winning. Dupolo, I'm with you there. I'm very excited about this one, and I'm still saying we are winning that particular match. So, um. Of course, we're staying with this particular theme. 
and uh, we are going to then be speaking to to the family as well of uh, Prince Mangosuthu Butelezi and also bringing you some of the you know the colorful melodies you've heard them here on the show as he was singing there to Mercedes Besant. A lot of people are quite resonating with that one. But let's speak now to Dr. Bewee Septelezi, who's the family spokesperson. Firstly, our condolences to the family. One can't even imagine how difficult of a time this is. No, that is true. Thank you very much for the condolences. Good morning to you and good morning to all listeners. We really appreciate the support you are getting. And how has it been in the last 24 hours? Um, it's been really busy. The, uh, the family is coming together, but we are receiving mourners, as you may have seen on the television yesterday, and that will continue today. Mm. And, and and I wonder then, uh, from the family's side, because one of the things that is very clear here is that while, um, you know, South Africa is mourning the loss of a leader, of a political figure, of, of, of you know, someone who founded the Ingata Freedom Party, uh, the children are now without a father and they also, of course, lost their mother. And I wonder, how are they doing? Um, uh, thank you very much. The children and the grandchildren are doing very well because, you know, they are adult people. But it is true that it's a difficult situation when the father passes on two years or so after they have lost the mother. Mm. But they are holding up very well so far. As I say, that we are receiving the mourners, and today that uh, continues. And I think we'll be seeing, from what we hear, the people from the traditional leaders tomorrow. And uh, have most of the family members arrived, or are you still expecting more people to come? We are expecting more people to come on this. All right. And let's talk about some of the preparations then, um, you know, as you, 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 of course, are now preparing for his burial. How are things looking on that front? Uh, they are looking okay. We did indicate, I think, in our statement yesterday that we'll be working closely with government because it's likely to be an official uh, program with um waiting for the confirmation of that. I think the premier indicated on TV yesterday that they're in consultation with the presidency. Once we've got full information on that, we'll share with the public. Mm. Shenge, I'm sure you've seen um, the reflections, if at all, or maybe you've heard of, of the reflections of various you know, people since the passing and, and, and South Africans also responding in their very own uh, various ways uh, to the passing. Some, you know, hailing him as a hero, others as a, vel- a villain. And of course, speaking to the mixed legacy. And, and, and I wonder how the family responds to, you know, all of these assertions with some who are calling him an apartheid collaborator, while others are saying that he was a good leader. <laughs> yes, and um, we have seen that, but I think uh, the family looks at Prince Mangosoto Butelezi as who he is, the man we know. And uh, we have indicated that we know him to be a very steadfast person when it comes to principles and that he practiced over a period of more than 50 years. He was always very truthful up until his last day and he took his work very seriously. Mm. But uh, we do understand that, you know, in public, uh, people don't agree almost on anything. So everyone is entitled to have their own views. But as family, this is a family man whom we love dearly, who also 
his family dearly, loved his country. And if you look at the scoreboard, if one can call it that, uh, it speaks for itself. The good thing is that his works speak for themselves, and you can you can count so many things that he has done, and that's what we are speaking to. Mm, and do you think the criticism is unwarranted in your view as a family? Um, yeah, as I say, as the family, and especially in this time, um, it is always good to remember and to remain with the memories of the family of the good things that is done. The public have every right to level criticism on one or two things that they didn't like. I don't think that as a family we have anything to say about that. Sheng, I'm going to ask you to be personal and talk to us about your own moments that you're going to miss um, with yeah. Umduan. Um, thank you very much. There are many, actually, né? but the, the big one is that he has been the servant of the people for all this time, both as a traditional leader, as a prime minister of the Zulu nation to the king, and as a politician. So the family saw him in between the moments of work. So we remember him as someone who was so committed to working for the people of South Africa. And we are very pleased and proud that his works are visible. And uh, that is quite pleasing. All right. As I say that um, the fact that he was away for long periods of time is compensated by the pride that we get from his works. Mm, and, and, and and very briefly then, as, as we wrap up, that love story with Princess Irene is something that also is to be spoken about when it comes to the story of Sheng. Yes, I think he was very exemplary. And as you might have seen in the clips, he had a very long relationship with Ndungulu, Princess Irene, up until Princess's last days. And again, we are very, very proud of that love because that was, that's what sustained the family, that's what sustained the children up until the last days of Ndungol. All right, Shanka, thank you so much for your time this morning. We'll let you go. As you say, it's a busy morning, but that's uh, Dr. Beguise Butelezi, who's uh, the family spokesperson of the Butelezi family. So quite a lot still coming through on this particular story, and I do understand we have Errol um, in Durban, uh, who also wants to comment on the passing of Prince Mangosutu Butelezi as well as the box. Errol, good morning. Good day. Can you hear me? Yes, we can, loud and clear. Okay. Uh, Chief Butelezi, man, I had a lot of respect for him. You know, unlike many in the ANC and the EFF, he respected and got up very well with the white people, us whiteies. And he respected the role that the whites played in building up the country to a, well, you can say, our first world country. Um, we should beat the Scotland today, but it won't be easy. I've seen this guy Russell play. He's a little magician. And uh, although we, I don't think we will win the, the Cup, I think the final will be between the All Blacks and the French. Aye. So that, they, Errol, yeah. <laughs> you don't think we're going to go all the way? No. I'd, look, I'd, love, I'd love for us to uh, win, but uh, man, the French are playing well. All right. And, uh, you know, and the Irish are no, no monkeys either. But I think the final will be between the French and the All Blacks. Mm, Look, mm, I, mm. I hope I'm wrong, 
Look, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're uh, wrong too, and I'm hoping for a final between the French and uh, the box uh, instead of, of the All Blacks. But Errol, thank you so much for your time. Do appreciate it this morning as we look ahead then to that match at 17.45 South African time. Uh, the box are playing there, uh, and uh, really we're hoping Scotland, as much of a difficult side as some say it is, uh, we are going to be able to win that particular match. But let's go back to um, our conversation as we are reflecting, of course, on um, the life of Prince Mangosuthu Butelezin. I've got with me on the line Professor Begi Mgomezulu, who's a political analyst. Thank you so much, Prof, for your time. And, and I wonder then, you know, just at the back of everything that has been said about the passing of Prince Mangosuthu Butelezi. Today we are reflecting, conversations still continue, but more now towards his legacy, as we've seen a lot of people have different things to say. And I wonder from your vantage point, what kind of legacy does he leave behind? Uh, thank you very much, Bongiwe. Uh, condolences to the Botelezi family, to the Zulu nation, uh, and then, of course, uh, to the entire global community. As a point of departure, let's all agree that uh, Botelezi was a human being. Once we agree that he was a human being, then we'll be able to accommodate all the different views that people are putting forth some out of anger, others out of ignorance, others out of love, and so on and so forth. So the reality of the matter is that he was not a saint like any other person. But that, having said all of that, we cannot erase uh, the, him from history. Coincidentally, Bongiwe, in one of my columns in one of the newspapers, uh, I dedicated uh, uh, that column to him uh, some time back, saying that uh, he has left footprints, not just in South African politics or African politics, but globally. And that he, he has done that in different areas, like uh, uh, Dr. Abtelezi was saying. If you want to look at him as a traditional leader, you will find a lot to talk about. If you want to look at him as a Christian, there will be a lot to talk about. And then if you want to look at him, uh, of course, uh, as a, an academic, he tried his level best at the University of Forte when he joined that university in 1948. And then if you want to look at him as a politician, which is what most people focus on, there will always be a lot to talk about. So for me, uh, what matters most uh, is the fact that uh, despite everything else that people are saying uh, on the negative side, uh, he is the person who was level-headed, someone who could stand on something and then be prepared to die for it. There are very few leaders who do that. Uh, you recall that up until his passing, one thing that he has constantly said was that uh, he would have wanted uh, the ANC and the IFP uh, to close a chapter which, in his view, has never been closed. As I just uh, alluded, in 1949, he joined the ANC Youth League while studying at Forte. And then, of course, he formed uh, in Kata in Kurulego in 1975 after receiving blessings from the ANC. And if you recall, Bongiwe, the colors of the AO of the uh, um, uh, of Inkata when it was formed were exactly the colors of the ANC, uh, green, black, and gold. Only after the ANC was unbanned, it did Inkata at red and white, which then tells you that... Uh, there was always a close working relationship between Inkata and uh, the ANC, in other words, between Butelezi and the leadership of the ANC. And until 1979, Butelezi would visit Elusaga 
uh, to give a report as to how Ingata was doing, simply because uh, Ingata was understood to be the ANC in disguise. So those are the things that I will remember him for, let alone the fact that uh, at a personal level, he defended uh, the handing over of Ingwavuma, my mm. area where I come from, to Eswatini, and then, of course, other parts of Mpumalang. So those are some of the things that I remember. And, uh, you know, Prof, talking about that very issue of that door that hadn't been closed or an issue that that's not finalized around, you know, the, the ANC and that particular relationship in that regard, how does it begin to unfold right now? And I ask this in the context of, for example, that multi-party charter, which we saw the IFP leader, Velenko Sinitlabisa, being a part of, and we saw the youth brigade of the IFP coming out against that because that particular charter, says keep the ANC out at all costs as well as the EFF. So how then do they begin to reconcile the two if that is, is something that we all heard him say, we heard him talk about it, and yet now when you look at the charter, there seems to be contradictions there. You are absolutely right, Bongi. I'm one of the people uh, who are concerned about this charter. Not to say that we are going to dictate to politicians what to do and what not to do. And I've said this on several occasions, that uh, if there is any political party that uh, Ingata uh, can work with, uh, it is the ANC, because of the history we've just outlined, and also because of the wish uh, that Ngozuma Ngozutubtel has had about uh, uh, these two, uh, the need for these two organizations uh, to find a point of convergence, despite the fact that uh, we have a history in the 1990s where they were, they were pitted against each other. So I think that what the uh, youth brigade, the IFP youth brigade is saying, is in fact correct in saying that we cannot have the emeritus uh, a leader of the party saying that he wants to close the chapter between his party his party and the ANC, and then at the same time you have uh, the, the IFP forging relations uh, with the DA and other parties uh, to form uh, this um, multi-party uh, charter. So in other words, the passing of Botelezi uh, should afford the IFP a chance to have a relook at its relations with the other parties that are forming uh, this uh, particular charter uh, to to gang up against uh, the ANC. You recall also that in 2021, uh, uh, Velenko who is the current leader of uh, uh, the IFP, uh, tried to forge relations between uh, the IFP and the ANC, a move which I personally applauded and said that they were on the right track. Unfortunately, that did not survive because uh, there were differences of opinion even within the IFP, some saying that uh, uh, it is wrong for the IFP to forge relations with the ANC. They would rather forge relations with other political parties, which is why now in Guazulu Natal, outside of the charter that we are talking about, there is a working relationship between the DA and uh, the, the, the IFP. So I think that uh, mm. this moment, it was set as it is, it should afford the, the IFP an opportunity to do self-introspection and ask, and ask itself very critical questions. How do they want to best remember uh, the late Ingos Mangosutub Telezi and then, of course, do some of the things that he would have wanted to do had he survived uh, beyond this period or up until the elections next year? All right, Prof, let's take a short break. When we come back, I want us to look at that particular aspect, but in a different conversation right now with the Amazulu um, royal family. We've seen what has been happening in that particular regard. What does his passing then mean uh, going forward? 
Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. And my sister, I regard culture as a apartheid man, as an uh, apartheid slap, so to say that. But you not know, growing up in Ellen Ridge, we used to have, they used to threaten us with Inkata. You know, we used to run away from home, being told that Inkata is coming. Uh, that's how Inkata us was uh, known as a, a, a party that thrive on oppressing black people, killing black people. You know what? I, 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 will, I will never forget the day that my mother had to run us with my twin brother to hide in the bushes because they were told that Inkata is coming. All right, so those are some of the comments coming through on our, uh, our Sunday morning discussion uh, here on SFM and Nkosipetis um, Dimde saying mixed emotions. Uh, he has done a lot for the Zulu nation, but when it comes to politics, the truth is that more people lose their relatives in the 90s and he was involved. And of course, these are some of the sentiments that are coming through as we are unpacking this legacy with Professor Peggy Mgomezulu. Uh, but let's quickly check in with uh, Nonjabulo Mdunga again, who is our reporter who is on the line to us from Ulundi. Nonjabulo, thank you so much again for your time. Very briefly, let's paint a picture of what's going on outside the home. Yes, Abongiwa, I can confirm that we have arrived at the homestead of the late Prince Mangosotu Butelezi. Although it's a little bit quiet at this point in time, it's just the SABC media that is here. We haven't seen any guests coming in or any people, you know, coming in. We also haven't, um, you know, uh, communicated with the family in terms of the preparations or what is expected today. But what I can tell you is that there is some sort of a progress, especially today, Bongiwe, because yesterday when we left, there was just you know that we're still installing one marquee. We see that there's a number of marquees that have been installed, which basically points the picture that you know there's still a large number of people that are expected to come in today. Also, Bongi, we remember yesterday that we did speak to the regiment um, of the Butelezi clan who also said that, you know, they will all be here, they will converge here, and we will actually see some sort of action from them where they are going to be singing just more of a way of a send-off, you know, in remembrance of the late um, Butelezi. Um, also, um, at the security, there's always been, you know, security here at um, Prince Mangosutu's home, but we noticed that, you know, it seems to be beefed up, you know, even on your way here from, you know, um, all the way from Mulundi, there seems to be a lot of uh, securities. So we're not sure whether it is because of this, but as you enter, you know, um, in these premises, there seems to be, um, you know, the security seems to be quite, um, you know, uh, beefed up. Um, mm. But otherwise, it's still very quiet, but we are hoping that, you know, people will start coming in. We also did hear that today, yesterday, we actually spoke more to um, the IFP leaders, you know, the IFP members yeah. who were here. But today we are actually... Um, 
I'm hoping that, you know, there will be other political leaders, also people coming from outside the province who will be here. All right. Nonjabula, thank you so much for that uh, comprehensive update. That is Nonjabula Mdungwa, SABC News reporter, who was coming to us on the line from Ulundi. Now, Prof, as we continue our conversation reaching the final stages yesterday, um, you know, here on SABC, there was a conversation with Umduano Tulanizulu, who was saying, uh, for example, that but in, in the same breath, talking about how difficult it's going to be going forward, but also the fact that right now, you know, these issues around the Ingonyama Trust that he raised um, in the latter days, the seeming and apparent tensions that were simmering between himself and the Amazulu king. And of course, there's the king yesterday saying that he continued to have respect for him, uh, Obuteleze, that is, until the very last days. And I wonder, how then does the nation begin to traverse these particular issues uh, now that he's no longer there? And it does seem like things were not resolved. I until he was gone. Uh, you have captured it very well, uh, Sisbongiwe. And Mdwano Tulan was absolutely right in saying that uh, uh, the Zulu nation has suffered uh, uh, severely with the passing of uh, uh, Prince Mangosotuptelezi. The issue of Ngonyama Trust has always been hot potato. You recall that uh, when uh, the late king, King Kutul Zolitini, uh, passed on, uh, some of uh, the kings from other uh, nations we're saying that, uh, uh, in fact, it is only the Zulu nation that has land set aside for uh, for, for its people. And that, is, that was part of the negotiations during the Kotesa talks. You recall that Nkosmango Sutuptilis was instrumental in saying that uh, uh, he was going to pull out of the uh, discussions if there was no space uh, created for uh, the Zulu monarch, in this in this case, the late king, Kutul Zolitin. Uh, so basically, then, the reason why we have Ngonyama Trust is because of him. But then, uh, recently, there have been talks as to whether this is benefiting the people of KwaZulu-Natal. And then, secondly, on the issue of uh, the leadership uh, of this Ngonyama Trust, as you just uh, in indicated, uh, Isilo, the current Isilo uh, King, Misuzulu Gazolitini, uh, had a different view as to who should be at the helm uh, of Ngonyama Trust. And the late uh, Prince Mangosutuptelez had a different opinion. You will also recall that at one point, uh, the king uh, called the uh, traditional leaders to a meeting, and Inkos Mangosutuptelez said he was not going to attend that meeting. And in the statement they released, he said, he indicated to the king as to why he was not going to attend. And immediately after that gathering, he convened another meeting mm. of traditional leaders who was going to present the side of the story. So this is one unfinished business. Unfortunately, uh, we, do, we no longer have someone who is a clue that is going to hold everything together, which is the role that Nkosibutelezi uh, played. So definitely it means that... Uh, as much as politicians in the case of the IFP have to have a relook at the way they do things, the same thing has to happen uh, in the royal in the royal family as to how this issue will be handled and many other issues, of course, uh, concerning uh, the Zulu monarch. So it's going to be a void, and I don't think we'll find someone who will immediately fill um, uh, the late Prince Mangosutu's shoes and then do the job that he did. Mm. 
Quite a, a difficult road lies ahead, even as King Misuzul even said yesterday that, uh, you know, for him, it's going to be difficult to traverse this one. So it does look like this is uncharted territory. And as you say, lots of things need to be done differently. But Prof, let me thank you for your time this morning. Do appreciate it. Uh, that is uh, Professor Begui Mgomezul. And earlier on, we were in conversation with uh, Dr. Begui Sebutelezi, who is the family spokesperson and also taking your views. And very quickly, Fanyana Mfukeng Bongiwe, we from Gat- Hong Togoza, Fosloras, Zonki Zizwe can attest to his brutal killings. His hashtag Amabuto savaged against his fellow blacks. His legacy to me is the first black on black mass killings. And Nibane is saying he leaves scars, wounds, pain to the black child. Um, he was an evil man. And those are some of your thoughts and contributions to our conversation this morning. Thank you so much uh, for joining us here on the Weekend View. Let's meet again next week. Sunday. Thank you so much. Luanda Maume is standing by with the news at seven o'clock from me and the team. God bless.